Dumont Eintracht Frankfurt, the best club in the Bundesliga, the best club in Germany, the best club in Europe, the best club in the world for that matter, but we're a little bit biased. I'm your host, Brian Sanders. You can follow me on Twitter at KCSGE. You can also follow the show. More importantly, that is at HEFPod. You can also follow us all on Facebook where we have all the latest in the English language code in the Eintracht from all the platforms around the world. And that can be found at uh, facebook.com slash HEFPod. If you want to get involved with the show, uh, contact us through those platforms. Or, of course, you can drop us an email that can be had at Frankfurt at gmail.com. So, here to talk about the Eintracht's most recent Bundesliga exploits and uh, a little bit of upcoming stuff. Uh, we have Nathan in St. Louis. Hello, buddy. Hey, Br- hey Brian. I'm just going to take this moment to uh, say that we're probably going to be brief today, but I wanted to s- say something about yesterday. If Yesterday was that thing that happened at the Capitol in the United States. I'm pretty angry about it. Um, so I wanted to keep this brief, but I just wanted to say that, you know, speaking for myself, of course, like, um, I, I can't, you know, it really upsets me, you know, that something like that could be fomented by white supremacist terrorism. And we should do everything as one of our hosts said in our chat, things did not evolve to this point overnight or even in four years. This has been a long time coming. It will take just as long to fix, but it is important that we continue to talk about the pain that we felt yesterday and remember that feeling so that we can be honest and make an attempt to change it. I can That's- totally echo those sentiments of which uh, after we've, and we've had moments where we've hinted at American politics, but we've, uh, I've done a, at least a good job of trying to stay away, but there are sometimes <laughs> when, um, when you see something happen, and we record this after uh, on only a couple hours of sleep because I stayed up just to make sure that uh, everything yeah. went ahead. Uh, it was a, it was a supposed all of this was supposed to be simple, straightforward as it has happened with uh, all these other American elections, but this one had to be right. different because someone else had to uh, say that they didn't like the results. And so it must be, you know, an episode of uh, stealing and fraud and every single state should have been his because he is the most popular, uh, president since Ronald Effing Reagan, of which even if you go back to, uh, those Ronald the, Reagan, if, the actor, <laughs> 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 if, if anyone, uh, I think anyone with a brain in their skull probably recognizes what uh, hilarious movie that is from. One, <laughs> two, in my opinion, one of the most underrated movie trilogies of all time. If you go across the board, you're like, wow, even The Godfather didn't have that kind of stability in terms of quality over the three films. <laughs> uh, I may not defend it that far but uh having i uh, having on. just the watched the, the entire between... trilogy of back to the future mm. i will agree that i i love and cherish it the sub- the stability and quality or the three is better than godfather because the difference between one and two between three in the godfather series i mean come on come on I will get into that argument because I I have a different opinion about the third (laughs) Godfather movie outside of certain actors' inability to act. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) 
Coppola, you should definitely not have cast your daughter in that role. But, uh, she look, is better behind the camera yeah, for sure. But I put that in the context of uh, two of the greatest movies of all time and then a mediocre movie. Some right, people say, right. oh, it's one of the worst movies ever made. I'm like, if you watch just that movie and never had seen the other two, you wouldn't have said so. But when you stack it up against two of the greatest of all time, it's like as though if they made a Citizen Kane, you know, follow-up story, everyone would say, oh, my God, that's one of the worst movies ever made. It's like, yeah, because you're comparing it to the original. And sometimes mm-hmm. the fire just is out. But yeah. anyways, um, I do. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> we have divulged of. Uh, great bit but you know what um today is a new day and i hope yes. that going forward that we will not have the shenanigans i mean there will still be shenanigans that go on in american politics that will make me uh, want nearly uh put out a tweet of my own uh that will kind of start bringing me into the argument but then again uh i think i did that about three times and then i deleted it because i realized one it if i want to jump into that uh hodgepodge that absolute mess that is social media in that in the pull in the in terms of american politics you know that's uh that's a hole you can never dig yourself out of and um yeah try and stay away from that but what has happened in our country I hope that we. This is one of the harshest lessons I ever learned, and uh, now we get away from uh, politics uh, right. of the week. <laughs> Do you talk yeah, about something I mean, a little bit more? I'll politics? just say that I'll just say that, despite being what what social media is, we all sh- we all should uh, be politically active and uh, demand uh, what we think should be enacted in our laws. And I don't uh, and. Let's let's be a little louder about things instead of in, in person instead of in on social media. <laughs> I totally agree with let's that. Let's have these discussions. <laughs> Maybe not on this podcast, but in real life. So, uh, for anyone who's still listening to us at this point, in time, <laughs> yeah, or skipped ahead. Uh, uh, if you did skip ahead, well done, you. Um, <laughs> so, Eintracht took on. By Leverkusen, and we were thinking to ourselves, "Golly, two matches within two weeks' time against these guys. Woof, what could happen now?" Well, what did yeah. happen? It was a two-one win. Nathan, I was no kidding. Bro, I mean, okay, so we didn't get a, a we nice didn't get a to be wrong sheet, uh, but not gonna lie, that goal for Leverkusen that was. That, that was a breakdown, but then it just was one of the best bits of absolute flair and personal skill that I think we're going to see all season. So I will give credit where credit is due. And yeah. Nadim Amiri's uh, goal uh, against us, that was oh, that was filthy. <laughs> yeah, I, if there's one thing that could be said about Eintracht Frankfurt this season is that we we've we've seen some remarkable goals against us that make me feel a, a little better about the draws and even this Stindle. victory. Uh, right, <laughs> right. Big horse three in a row. Stindle three, three, three matches in a row. Uh, before that, uh, Pulisic, uh, not Pulisic. Jesus, I keep on forgetting because uh, he's in Chelsea. Uh, Reina, there we go. Yeah. In the end. Sorry about that. Yeah. 
It, but, Cruiser. Yeah, just. Oh di- God, dude. Oh, I know. Yeah, I'll keep on. Uh, Paulson against uh, from Leipzig. That little right. Nick deflection. What a goal! <sighs> yeah. So I mean, it, for as much criticism as our defense has 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 had levied against it, albeit probably warranted, uh, th- like we've been pretty stout this season and um some unfortunate articles from Bayern fans have stated how 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 many draws that we've had statistically above average which will even out um perhaps to our favor probably not but <laughs> as an i track fan i can't be too hopeful uh got to keep got to keep grounded yeah but great game i mean we we stuck it to a team that's been playing their minds, you know, playing one of the best in Europe right now, one of the best in the world. And they didn't have a, a poor, a poor match. We were just to their level and we played better than them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. One of the really exciting. I'm glad that we were wrong. Exactly. <laughs> um, going out with the kind of team that we ran out there, uh, Indica, Hinterreger and Abraham, uh, the, the minutes of Abraham stick around with the Eintracht are dwindling away. And yes, if you want to be a part of our uh, thank you video message to David Abraham, just send your video to heyeintrachtframeford at gmail.com and we'll compile that together as we send it out to the club as David says, uh, choose to Eintracht and Germany. Yeah. And if anyone's like, well, what, why does he want to leave You know, in the middle of the season? His son, his son, and the rest of the family have been in Argentina due to the lockdown. No one can leave the country whatsoever. You can get, you can go there, but you can't leave. And he has, you know, uh, come to the conclusion that you know what, he's missed out on a lot of his child's development in this crucial moment. The moment that they say, you know, you have to, you know, cherish before because they're just gonna vanish. You know, like dust in the wind, <laughs> uh, to go all lyrical on everyone, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, cannot blame yeah, most of us that at right. All. Most most of us who are lucky enough to have have loved ones that that we are un, un, unfortunate enough during lockdown to not be able to to hug or say you know to say say things in person that we'd like to say to them, perhaps before before we part this mortal coil <laughs> um uh everyone can empathize with a with a with a dude like that that just wants to get back and and see his kid and exactly, see his family exactly so with a defense of three back in there back to the uh topic at hand i thought that they got that the defense i thought indigo was okay i think that some folks kind of underrated him just a little bit i thought he did you know a little better than uh, some of the ratings that came out. I do want to Hell say... Hell, man, that, I thought he did fine. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that uh, what is more what is more damning, the part that I still can't understand why the hell he's on the pitch, Eric Durham, why the hell are we still putting him as a wingback? If Torrey is going to be a little better and he's a little faster, what the hell... Are we not, you know, using him in that sort of limelight? Why is Timothy Chandler not even being used? I mean, what is, what is Dorm doing uh, right uh, to be able to warrant his consistent uh, start in the in this team in the starting eleven? I don't I don't understand it. Look, I, it's a, it's it's a multifaceted problem. One one that that re, that 
it stems from that there's no standout star in that position that can hold a starting position um, in, a, in a manner that would be uh, appreciable to disrupting, uh, you know, Kostic's play or the middle right now. So it's kind of just like the best of the worst. I would say I would say I don't that if there's any trust that I have in Hooter is that he sees all of these wingbacks or wings that he could put in this position and, and he's trying to be political about it, but I'm, I, none of them I think are up to his snuff of, uh, of putting in a starting lineup, but he's got to put somebody in there. So, um, he's making the best of the worst. I, Durham, he's really high and he's really low, you know, like, mm-hmm. He plays really well sometimes and then just other times it's complete dog shit. So like <laughs> I think I, I think he's doing a decent job, especially with Jonas and Jonas coming in. So improving, I think improves that side uh, somewhat significantly, making Dorm a little more um, offensively uh, uh, just a little more of a weapon uh, than he than we've seen in the past. Um, I'm, I'm seeing sparks of where I'm just like, okay, I'll take it. It's not like the weak vacuous spot that we've had in the past in, in the, in the right wing back position. That said, I, I, I don't want to keep going back to nostalgia that I'm just like, man, alive. We had Mbappu. Oh God. What, what could be done <laughs> with this team? That said, okay. So I, I'll also say this, like I am, I uh, the so you you say like people are pretty low on dorm. I don't I, like. I think people are too high on Kostic. Kostic did not play well that game that match, um, and somehow still gets away with uh, you know decent ratings and all those websites mm-hmm. that have statistical ratings. He just wasn't he wasn't present, and 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 somehow we went it came we came away with a victory from a team that could be in the Champions League this you know this year if they keep if they keep playing the way they've been playing so um at that that middle the middle of the the pitch and, and i like i am starting to be very confident in their ability to disrupt and 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 make make plays that aren't typical or normal of this team so we are we are throwing people off kilter and that and that can only lead to more more people scoring goals more people getting assists and that's that's an improvement because we can't trust that silva will save us in every situation i can uh echo that sentiment uh let it let's move a little further at the pitch uh we've kind of talked about the wings i've Uh, talked a little too much (laughs) no no, let's no let's actually talk about the middle of the pitch uh we can you know you know uh talk about how kamada you know uh looks pretty look if he is given if he doesn't have so much focus on him weirdly he can have that one moment that you're like Boom, uh, to go all Emperor's New Groove on you. Boom, baby. Yeah. <laughs> moment. And uh, it just happened to happen. Uh, right. And, uh, the fact of it's, an uncle. It, it, but I think what's more uh, amazing and a, and a little shot from the old school world was Hasebe in a kind of defensive Libro kind of uh, role kind of going from the yeah. defense to the midfield. I was like, dear God, this is the guy who was the best player for Japan uh, for like three World Cups running. And seeing him kind of kick ass and take names, that was that just made me smell from ear to ear. Yeah, it, 
I'm I'm not really good on um, formation definitions, but it felt more like that classic sweeper position that he's used to, um, where he is most beneficial on the pitch. Exactly. I, I really like him in that in that role, and and if if we can just like keep him in the lineup in that position uh, and have Indica being serviceable and throw in Tuta and have him be serviceable, I think we'll be totally fine in terms of defense. Um, Those two will only improve as they get more minutes. (laughs) Right. Right. Incredibly thin. Uh, uh, So was also, I thought pretty good. Uh, So was amazing. uh, Get his ball to Eunice was, uh, that was mint. Uh, so and Eunice will completely change the, 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 our offensive outlook of this team as, as they continue to, to gel and, and produce and just create space for everyone. Oh my gosh, the sky's the limit. Indeed. I don't want to be too hopeful, but man, they, they look so good out there together. Indeed. Um, yeah. So Silva, Kamada, uh, I'll kind of leave this party in bit for Silva you know, it's a shame that that ended up being an own goal because, damn it, you just wanted that to be in there. And look, there were some oh, snub no. shots. Uh, Kamana had one. Kostic had one. Oh, if mm-hmm. Hasebe had just put in that rocket that he launched as you saw him coming up from midfield, you're like, oh, you're slow yeah. enough that I can see you. And then he could, took a good old whack at it, and you're like, oh, for the love of... <laughs> it was yeah, so was a, frustrating. A... You just thought... To me, this could have, I mean, uh, Leverkusen could have maybe one more uh, goal, in my opinion, but I think Eintracht could have come away with uh, four, if not five, if Absolutely. the things had just gone our way. And that just shows, the like, if things are uh, firing for us, that we really are dangerous. And other folks on other uh, podcasts that cover the Bundesliga, they have chatted about how they keep on looking at Eintracht. They're like, Hey, eventually these shots are gonna go in. I know, but it's uh-huh. just frustrating when you see it on a second by second, frame by frame basis. It's so frustrating. But you know what? I will sit back, uh, put my feet up, and relax, and just hope to God that when it comes to the return uh, leg, <laughs> when we play in the DFB Pokal in yeah. uh, five days' time, at the time of recording, when we actually have to play it in Leverkusen, that we come out with a win. Because uh, we have, uh, here we'll drop in uh, one of our bits for the news from segment two into segment one, is uh, the draw has already happened for the DFB Pokal round 16. And we will go away to Rolbeis Essen, a traditional, mm. well, I mean, a traditional team in the sense, but also one that um, has been on the dogged ends, uh, mostly because yeah. North, North Rhine-Westphalia, and let's be honest, teams just, if you suddenly drop out of the top division, as one is probably going to do, you're going to find it nigh on impossible to exist Going forward, because yeah. there's one too many clubs in the area uh, to take up interest. Two, uh, not enough money in the region to be able yeah. to really keep y'all afloat unless you yeah. are something special. And um, COVID's making quick work of that. Yeah, and in case anyone wonders uh, which team I'm talking about, I'm talking about Chaka, current team at the bottom of the table. And for teams that still can't seem to figure out their own shit who are from that region, that's Borussia Dortmund. So, <laughs> uh, shit talking for that region 
consider that check mark uh that checkbox ticked so yeah <laughs> yeah i mean looking forward you're talking about that kind of you're kind of talking around that killer instinct and i think there's a lot of talk about that especially in our circles and i think that's a natural consequence of just comfort and feeling uh positive about our our movement and as our our offensive uh midfield takes uh you know gels more um we're gonna see more space and they're, they're gonna see a lot just more it's just gonna fluid and it's gonna come naturally and we're gonna i i i fully expect that we're gonna score more goals but i also think we're gonna uh concede a lot more goals for at least the time being so we just need to stay on top and be positive about those <laughs> about this, those improvements yeah, in the system it's uh hey look rome wasn't built in a day and it's just two mm -hmm. matches played now um in case anyone hasn't looked at the schedule our matches that remain to us for the rest of the month are looking really tasty it is starting to look a little uh i mean for me i the what is going to be a success or not is are we going to beat leverkusen in a couple days time because we got the bundesliga against mainz and then we have them, and then we have Schalke, and oh wait, then we have another midweek match against Freiburg, so we're not the only ones doing this, uh, Bayern's also mm -hmm. in the midst of this, and then uh, there'll be, you know, then we're back at the weekend match with Bielefeld, and then uh, you kind of go into the matches that, uh, I think the schedule, let's see here, I think they just released the the newest uh, scheduling, so that's gonna uh, it's gonna be fun, guys. It's gonna be real fun because we're then gonna start. Uh, oh yeah, having comp yeah. Because once we play Freiburg, uh, that in that midweek match on the twentieth, then everything and yes. Uh, so uh, times are released uh, for the next couple of matches earlier today uh, up to the twenty third, and um, we'll. Uh, a little bit of that is hinging on how uh, teams in the Europa League, such as uh, Hoffenheim and uh, Leverkusen, uh, those are the two teams in the Europa League knockoff phase, seeing where those guys go in terms of that. Right. And, of course, also depending on, you know, where teams fall on the uh, Day of Pokal. So, uh, yeah. like I said, we don't play yeah. the Day of Pokal. Uh, second round yet against Leverkusen, but those matches will be played uh, on the 2nd and 3rd of February. And then, you know, you have, uh, they're holding off on scheduling the matches at the start of March. And oh, wait, right in, uh, right before, in between match day 23 and 24 is the quarterfinals at the Day of Bay Castle. We still, so right. a lot of that is still hanging in the balance. And in case anyone is wondering how things will go therein, so Bielefeld on Saturday, uh, Hertha on Saturday, then we have on match day 20, Hoffenheim, that will be on the Sunday, the early kickoff on Sunday. And then, uh, but hey, that's because they're playing in the Europa League. Remember how many Sunday matches we had? Ugh. <laughs> Yeah. And then uh, Cologne Sunday early kickoff, and then we have Bayern, and then we on match day twenty third, the last match day that uh, has been officially scheduled, uh, we will be playing on front. We will return to playing on Friday. Yay! But let's not get ahead of ourselves. We got 
Mainz this weekend. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But Nathan, before we kind of get to Mainz, before we get to uh, some of the other kind of rumor mills and news, um, I think it's time for hashtag what are we drinking? Um, hmm. I do have something for this today. And uh, <laughs> what do you got for us? What do you have for us, Brewmeister? What have you been drinking? Uh, well, last night um, I had some some um anxiety and i usually try not to drink on the weekend or the weekdays as as is a as a good behavior that uh we should all espouse <laughs> to mm. some degree i understand that some people have different schedules and and different lifestyles but uh, hey, no, not, i had myself a nice fake until right right exactly <laughs> <laughs> i had myself a nice finger of uh bullet rye last night um <clears throat> just uh watching the the proceedings as they went on uh man i love that it's not you know it's not the highest rated uh whiskey in the world but i'll i'll take it anytime i can get it it hits the spot indeed indeed um i've stayed local uh, to the hard liquor itself um rieger's kansas city whiskey now uh someone's wondering it's like oh so Mm. you have to name the whiskey kansas city whiskey it's because there's actually uh, the way that they make it is an individual style that they have gotten trademarked. So in case you're wondering how oh, exactly cool. that works. So uh, this is just a variation of the uh, regular straight whiskey that they have. It's got a wonderful holiday label uh, as a visual. I can tweet that out uh, for everyone to have a look at. But uh, yeah, so in the uh, it's a blend of bur- bourbon, light corn, and straight wine, uh, rye. Yeah, can't talk. <laughs> and what <laughs> makes it a Kansas City whiskey and gotten the trademark for it to be called Kansas City whiskey is the add-in of 15-year-old sherry out of Spain. Okay. And that gives it the, the, the in my opinion, the really balanced and smooth taste to it. And uh, needless to say, I had to have a big one Uh once uh, home from work because you can't do that while I work. Uh, that that's that, that is that is, no, no. is bad. That is really bad. And anyone who does partake in that, it's like if you want to play a fire, that's on you. But I, needless to say, I haven't been doing it uh, in, that, in that way. But yeah, um, this company was uh, originally founded in 1887. And only in recent years has it been brought back. As you can probably guess, um, the uh, <laughs> uh, thing that was prohibition kind of killed a lot of um, a lot of, of companies like that. So, and uh, the great great grandson of of the founder and a uh, bartender set up a restaurant and resurrected this brand that was relaunched in. Uh, 2014 and yeah it's actually Mm. they have set themselves up not gonna lie on the old premises of the original uh distillery that was closed in 1919 due to uh the 18th amendment that eventually was repealed but you know they didn't come back to life until (laughs) much later but yeah if you ever have a chance to count the Kansas city is definitely a visit you need to go so that is what i have for hashtag what are we Hmm. drinking nathan let's kick on with uh part two of uh hey untracked frankfurt where we can talk about our news rumors 
a couple strikers that might come to the Eintracht and just wrap it all up with Mainz and because uh, we won't be able to record until uh, I don't anticipate us to record before uh, the Leverkusen match. Let's uh, throw our hats in the ring for Leverkusen Pots Fine. Yeah, <laughs> let's <laughs> let's go to it. Um, so um, we have been linked with three strikers, one of which is really just you know for nostalgic purposes. Um, uh, in case anyone did not know, uh, Sebastian Alea has moved from Ajax uh, from uh, to Ajax from West Ham. That's Ajax Amsterdam, who we played in a friendly. Uh, earlier in the year, in case anyone had forgotten. That was one of the few first matches of the season we were able to start looking at ESPN Plus and what kind of platform that they would uh, bring for us, which was really awesome. But um, but here's hoping that West Ham doesn't miss any more payments on that. <clears throat> yeah. Anyways. I'm uh, really happy for Alair. Yeah. Uh, Luka Jovic is still being talked about a lot in the media. I think this is all just this is all just drummed up humdrum uh just oh yeah! Backwash. Look, soap opera. Yeah. Look, the <laughs> clubs that he's being linked with are clubs that also need strikers. You know, there's uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers in England is one that's been trying to go after one because, like, on deadline day, you know, they sold like their best. Uh, they have two strikers. They sold one of the two, you know, to Liverpool, and now they're like, oh, we need another one. Well, you know, Jovic will probably be able to go to England because, hey, you know what? They can pay. Uh, they mm-hmm. can pay and wholeheartedly, and this is them playing behind closed doors without fans. They still are the one league that is uh, almost almost completely everything is normal. Nothing is different here. COVID, what is COVID? Uh, sort right. of stuff there yeah um, there- and I, I mean just on an, an unfortunate like little side like i i kind of see this as a, those are those those dudes are assets to those clubs and they want those dudes to go to teams that will compete in europe and and the uh, champions league and so they want those dudes to get minutes in those types of games mm-hmm. so i just don't there, there's so many layers and levels to why that it's so unlikely that uh, outside of nostalgia that um uh the likes of Jovic would come back i mean um, he would know, be welcome on the team he would be totally welcome because of <laughs> the guys who uh, played with him yeah. are still there they totally welcome but you know kevin trap for all of his pleadings on social media i would then say to him dude Talk to the management. You find if you really want to be the cheerleader for the team in terms of recruitment, you know what? Ask them. Ask the manager. Ask the sporting director. Be like, fine, if I can do yes. this. You just legitimately tell me who to chat up, you know, and uh, go to it. Because I think his, yeah, I think his breath is kind of wasted on bringing in Jovic, especially when a team like AC. Mil- I kind of was. I was soured on it mm. from one like w- a little perspective and I'm probably reading into it a little too much because there is a dose of reality to it. But he said that going back to Frankfurt would be a step back in his career. And I'm like, you know what? I get it, but don't don't say that. <laughs> That's just t- stab in the back of the the people who made you, you know? Exactly. I see him. Going to probably AC Milan mostly because um, yeah, 
Zlatan, despite being Zlatan and them in the lead for the Italian title, they're kind of thin and he fits the mold of a young team, uh, which right. uh, they are totally running with. Like, I think their average age sometimes it, when Zlatan Ibrahimovic, who's nearly 40 years old, is playing on the pitch, they still are able to keep the average age at like 21, 22. That shows how ridiculously young they are, and that would suit their mindset. Because, look, it, it just ain't working in Real. And does he really want to come back to us when uh, push? he would have to push hard for Europe? And let's remember what he was saying as he was leaving that he was looking forward to playing in Spain where it wasn't so much of, you know, a speed competition in the Buddhist right. So let's wrap the Jovic uh, uh, talk up there. So Xerxes uh, from Bayern Munich is a player who is highly rated but, you know, ever since the start of this new season, he has really not gotten too much of a look in. And some Bayern yeah. folks are saying, hey, if you want to pay for him in full, that would be great. And I kind of don't because, you know, if Bayern fans are wanting to just kind of give him away, you know, I personally would rather have so Javi Martinez <laughs> in my team to shore up uh, the defensive lineup. Uh, despite the fact yeah, that he's talk got about, rickety old legs, but that's just well, that's just me. Yeah, well, it's not just you. <laughs> I don't think. I, talk, I mean, he, he, rickety is one way to describe him, but I would say that if you had someone of his caliber to play for 45 minutes a match, you'd probably take it. Um, uh, that said, it, it, you know, it's just the haves and the haves not have nots. Like I, I'll never understand the club like Bayern for a variety of reasons, but you know, the one that's prescient to this conversation is the fact that they, that they're always like dunking on players that they own. Like, like he doesn't fit our system. Like, okay. Like he's obviously a, a talent and you're just saying that he's dog shit. Like, like you're you're reducing the value of of hit, of that of your product by just dunking on it. They did they've come they've said similar things about hobby as well recently. Which I'm just like, what is your what? How do you how are you effective at at leading a business? It's just stunningly remarkable. But in specifically to Frankfurt, I I would I would imagine that he would be perfectly suited at at, at here. But we wanted a purchase option. They weren't they weren't um, playing ball with that after even or I'm pretty sure it's the, pers- shit on their the own player. purchase option that we want and they're asking for double more than likely. Right. We're like no, yeah. we're we're not playing at that high roulette table. We are who we are, and also um, we don't have uh, the advertising dollar uh, euro arms. Uh, to kind of keep up. And I, I think anything that we do yeah. is really just going to be a kind of, uh, just kind of a temporary band-aid, uh, which the, you know, the gaping wound won't be healed, I think, until Jovelich uh, returns to the Eintracht from loan in Austria. And, you know, he's he's doing just fine uh, playing in Austria so far, uh, scoring goals for a team that's playing in the Europa League and made it to the Europa League knockout phase. He's getting the match minutes that he needs to be able to get that sharpness. And there, I mean, and and knowing that we have a striker that can win in the Europa League is important for us too. You know, yeah. to have have that have Thanks. that. 
um, have our talent in the pipeline, getting that experience is important. Exactly. And if we bring in someone like on a permanent basis, are you basically saying that you're going to have a different style or are you going to give up on Jovovich? Because I don't think that the team is uh, giving up on him due to his extreme I don't young think so. age. Anyone who does that is just uh, joking. I mean, they didn't give up on Barcock and look at how, uh, you know, that he's been given another chance with us, how well no that kidding. has turned out. Very well indeed. Yeah. I it, And just circling back, yeah, Jovelic will come back at some point and be pr- productive. But um, all these all these rumors that we're seeing, I think they're deflections for what, what I would foresee and what we'll talk about next, I guess. But as like a more rational and more Eintracht like um uh you know striker or uh, forward that we I would, that we would go after. You were talking about Sam Lammers who plays in Italy for Atalanta, the Dutch striker, yes? Exactly. Yeah, uh rumors that the Eintracht is involved uh with uh landing this boy uh, have also been uh coming out there. So you know um in a loan spell is something that they're that he's being looked at and tracked uh, for. He hasn't really had a too much of a great opportunity uh, uh, since joining uh, the, the Italian team. Uh, it's mostly Italian teams uh, who are in for him as well, but it does seem that mm-hmm. uh, the Eintracht has been tracking him for quite some time, and he does fit more of that uh, model uh of uh, underused and hey you know what if we happen to land him he will be more flexible um right that's let's be honest that's what we need right now is flexibility uh because it's not like we get a lot of money to play with (laughs) i mean even in the best of times but you know yeah no kidding yeah, we gotta we gotta spend that money that we got for for Dost uh, as 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 good as we can right now because it's gonna be spread pretty thin. I totally agree. And when it does come down to defense, which is Nathan, I think your favorite transfer topic <laughs> to discuss. Um, I think what the Eintracht really needs to do is find a you know look, just give. As much as I really don't want to go that route, I think what we need to do is maybe give the players who are on our roster, and I'm talking about the youngsters. I want to see what Flynn Otto has got. I want to see more <laughs> of Tuta. I want to see uh, Yannick Brugger uh, to be out there on the pitch because I, I know you're th- after that friendly. I don't want to see any of them. <laughs> the thing is, I think that one team took it serious, the other team didn't. Right. In this day, yeah. and age, this is not the day and age of Pele where he's got to Santos to pay for his exorbitant salary, had to suddenly be like the Harlem Globetrotters and were playing friendlies here, there, and everywhere, where they actually, right. you know, cared about things uh, from that standpoint. They didn't have this clusterfuck of matches that were constantly there. So, uh, that's that's what I got to say on that. Look, let's try and look internal. 
before we kind of go that route. And oh yeah, in case anyone has forgotten, there's a certain young American defender currently on our under nineteen squad that uh that uh yeah. will be up for promotion in the not too distant yeah, I future. Would- if if I was coaching and I'm not and I'm <laughs> not certified or licensed, uh, yes, so I yes, am ignorant. Yes. I would say I keep on saying uh, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <clears throat> um, but I would be going after defensive positions. Agreed. This is what we need to go after. It's what I would go after. But you know, that's just me talking, and we might be talking out of our butts. Uh, let's not talk out of our butts because um, one of our most anticipated Bundesliga matches of the season is nigh upon us. So uh, the rivals from down the river, uh, we're bringing back the Rhine Mine Derby. Um, so I know some people say, "Oh, it's not a derby because it's they're not in Hesse." Well, you know what? <laughs> It's about as close as we're going to get for the in time being because I don't see Wiesbaden getting promoted. I don't see Darmstadt <laughs> getting promoted back, and I don't see Affenbach or Kassel. Definitely those two guys aren't going to be getting promoted. Steinbach, Fulda. I mean, I don't even think that Roman's bad Fielbel will get promoted anytime soon to get to play the Eintracht in a league match. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, FS Val Frankfurt as well. Yeah. Keep on forgetting about those guys, considering the fact that that was uh, the last time we played a city, like a, you know, like a metropolitan area city derby, was actually FSL yeah. when we played them in the Zweite Liga. Ugh. Well, we won. <laughs> uh, we, if memory serves, we won both of those. So, you know, moving on from that. Um, big match against Mainz. Well, all of our matches are big matches. Um, we are in a kind of interesting time Away. for the Bundesliga matches because uh, we got, I mentioned we got Mainz, we got Schalke, we got Freiburg. Oh, actually Freiburg in, if you count uh, their win at the weekend. And uh, with the three matches that they ended, uh, the 2019 uh, side of matches on, they're on a four-match winning streak. Yeah. Just saying. Four, yeah. That 12 points. Whew, They're undefeated I mean, in five. Yeah. 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 Undefeated in five. Freiburg, I'm just kind of like, you know what? They may tail off by the time that we play them, which will be nice. But um, yeah. It's possible. So Mainz is up. <laughs> yeah. Mainz is up. We got Leverkusen in the Pokal. Um, I always get excited for this match. I'd like to see um, if we can, from the starting lineup that we rolled out at the weekend, I'd like to see. Um, Barcock be played out on the right. I just kind of want to yeah. have let him have a go. I do think that having you know, if you have Kostic, Yunus, Kamada, Silva, and Barcock as kind of attackers who can be implemented, you know, and kind of you know, far uh, whether they be on the wing or up at the top, um, I do think we need to keep at least one on the bench because you need to have some sort of difference maker when shit is just not working. And uh, right. we've barely even seen Rustic, and I'd like to see more of him. I'd like him to have another go, and I think that uh, this weekend would be uh, the best time uh, to implement that. So that's what I think we'll want. That's what I'd like to see from uh, the run out. Uh, for us, um, and if, look, if we have a comfortable lead against Mainz, which I think we're going to come away winners on this one because uh, Mainz has just been all over the place, and when they are all over the place, they're not picking up points. I do want um, 
Tuta to uh, get a minimum somewhere between these upcoming two matches and the next yeah, that's week. important. Him to get on to whether he is starting or coming off the bench in one, if not both, he needs to need to get start getting him match minutes. You know, we're, look, we're just bringing him on gradually. I'm not asking him for to start the next two matches. You know, we can leave Indica. Indica's ready and uh, able to do right. that. But I think that we need to bring Tuta on slowly, gradually. I know it's a process, but you know what? With young players, if you just burn them out, you know, what good is that? So yeah. I think that's what we're going to be rolling out against Mainz. I say yeah. stick to that kind of general formation that uh, worked last week because I think uh, we're just different than what uh, Bayern is, and I think we're going to come with the win. Mm-hmm. I think – when it comes to my own predictions, I think it's going to be a 2-0 victory for the Eintracht. I am Ooh, very optimistic. Clean sheet. Because, look, I know we haven't beaten Mainz at Mainz ever in the Erste Bundesliga. Ever. <laughs> um, right. But I think we can finally break that, uh, kill that duck. Right. Uh, that has been hanging around because you know we've had some really ugly losses over the years. Uh, yeah. I remember when they were on the verge of relegation in the I think that was the 2016, 20, that 2016, 2017, or 2017, 2018. Uh, their their relegation sur- uh, survivals all kind of uh, blend in together for me. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, we were feels um, like they're always like either decent or completely shit. In fighting for relegation, yeah, it's that's the feel. Um, yeah, I I mean we're fortunate enough to be recording this after uh, the press conference that Hutcher gave. So he he st- said as much as you said that 2016, uh, 2017. Damn it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he uh he said he said basically we should expect uh, the same sort of formation. And look to the team as as uh, as we saw last week. So and that that makes total sense because we're looking we're we're looking good we're clicking. So outside of that, I think Rhoda's back. Uh, so we might see him in replacement for somebody um, in the Probably midfield. Probably Hasebe more than likely. Hasebe, I and would then, say. And then have Hasebe be slotted in for Leverkusen. Yeah, exactly. Just maintain that 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 way because it worked um but we'll see i don't know we might see hasabi back in that position again again today and and rota take over for so or something weird like that um (laughs) uh, but yeah we'll see not much change here i mean we're it's something's finally starting to look positive in terms of our formation and our in our forward play so let's let's keep that up let's make sure our our defense can somehow improve itself along the way uh look Mainz isn't that great but um yeah like you said we historically have a problem playing them at home this is the time to capitalize on their their oh, historically gosh, terrible such season. a huge time to capitalize on it. <laughs> Look, we're four points behind Wolfsburg in sixth. Now, remember, uh, fifth place goes uh, outside of whoever wins the Dei Pokal. And if they are in uh, the top five, then sixth place goes into the Europa League group stage along with fifth place. And uh, sixth place or you know seventh place 
that team then goes to the new competition called the UEFA Conference, which is supposed to give more of the the non-Germany, non-England, non-France, non-Italy, non-Spain leagues more of a shot to develop that, you know, mm-hmm. your second, third, fourth, fifth place teams in those less, quote, lesser leagues so that they will be able to benefit from expanded European play. So uh, there's that on the line. Where you can watch the Eintracht versus Mainz match. So in the Caribbean, again, that's the Flow Sports app, flowsports.co. Uh, you, in, in Australia, the land down under, um, that is uh, KO Sports. Uh, that is going to have it there along with BN Sports Connect uh, nearby. New Zealand has BN Sports Connect New Zealand broadcasting that. Our friends, uh, where we're located in the United States, to the north. That is Sportsnet Now, Sportsnet World Now. Streaming options available there. Uh, of course, in Germany, that is uh, Sky Sports Bundesliga will be having that. Uh, same thing as it goes for. Austria and Switzerland as well, and of course us here in the United States. Uh, sorry, uh, UK, I don't have uh, that access there. Uh, it's going to be just ESPN Plus uh, for the Eintracht versus Mainz match. Uh, Nathan, we should bring up that uh, a lot of stuff can happen in the meantime uh, for Eintracht mm-hmm. and Leverkusen. I'm still optimistic uh, for this because I think when it comes to uh, our weekend matches that can test us, um, I think Leverkusen is going to be even harder to beat, and I think we're going to have it's going to be taken to penalties. I and then it's just entire crapshoot. I think it's going to be nervier than our Bundesliga match was because they face Werder uh, Bremen at the weekend, and. Uh, that usually will be able to hit. That's going to be a reset button for those guys, and it's going to suck. But yeah, I still think that the Eintracht is in with a shout of going through. We'll see where we go there. How are you feeling about a uh, Leverkusen uh, Mark, Mark Swy? <laughs> a lot better than it was last week. <laughs> it's still going to yeah. be tough. Look, it's, it's going to be tough. At least there, you know. Hey, at the end of the match. Uh, if at the end of ninety, guess what? If things are still level, you got another third. You got two fifteen-minute halves to figure it out after that, and then it's still not figured out. Guess what? That's not good enough. We're going to penalties. So yeah, uh, I love it. Uh, and uh, just for clarification's sake, uh, our f- current captain is uh, contractually obligated to to play that game, right? That. It, it Schalke will be Still his last hard, yes. match, right? Yeah. So um, actually, I think Freiburg. Uh, I think he's obligated to do uh, half of the half of the season, and uh, but yeah. Okay. So he'll be so that, long as he doesn't get so long as he doesn't get in trouble. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so long <laughs> as, as he doesn't get in trouble. Yeah, so until um, as we're likely not to be able to get a recording out before the Eintracht versus Leverkusen match uh, that is uh, being played uh, in Leverkusen on Tuesday the 12th. Uh, So um, your usual uh, 
midweek match time. So uh, ways that you can watch it in in Austria. Uh, Sky Sports has got that along with Germany and in Switzerland. So you'll have access to that there. Um, in some, but not all, uh, Caribbean nations, that is uh, ESPN, ESPN Play Nord. So that's in the Caribbean and uh, Central American countries. Uh, but not all of them have access. Not all the Caribbean countries have access to that, as I've seen. Um, uh, have not seen anything for Australia or New Zealand in terms of where you can watch that. But uh, stay tuned. If we find that out ahead of the match, we will put it out so that everyone can know where to find it. In uh, Ireland and the UK, uh, we will be uh, on TV, unlike our match with Mainz. Uh, that's going to be on the One Football app. Uh, who's going to be broadcasting that? And uh, ESPN uh, will have access to uh, our match with Leverkusen, which will be on TV on ESPN Deportes. Uh, but you know how it is with the ESPN Plus and ESPN Three; they're going to be stuck in on stuck on ESPN Three. So if you're in the United States, just find a, a Mexican, if need be, find a Mexican restaurant that uh, will allow you to sit down uh, with your mask until you are seated. And uh, likely they'll have uh, ESPN Deportes available to watch there. Nathan, I think that kind of covers it for this week. Uh, uh, we thought that would be a quick one, but we uh, had a lot to say uh, at the beginning yeah. about our own uh, home. <laughs> and there's a lot, still a lot of information, and we have our own opinions, which are not uh, short-winded. Yeah, you know, especially about transfers. Everyone wants to – that's the – that's the thing that keeps soccer going, in my opinion. Everyone wants to talk about the drama of transfers. And we're no different than anybody else there. True. 100% true. And you know what? Gotta love it. Why not? <laughs> so, it's, got, it's at least well, something to talk about when uh, the, the rest of the world's going shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, we do look interesting. And you know what? On an even better note, uh, just to derive the dagger into our fellow Canadians. Uh, the United States uh, uh, World Juniors team was able to beat Canada in the gold medal game, and that made me happy as a clam on Tuesday. Who would have known that Wednesday would have been such a shit show, but <laughs> hey, we haven't talked... Look, NHL is returning. Nathan, you and I will start adding hockey discussion for yeah. a few moments, and Chris in Detroit will be adding his own bits as he is a diehard Detroit Red Wings fan. I mean... Uh, that used to be fighting words with me, but uh, thankfully they moved to the Eastern Conference. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, look, it's gonna be it's gonna be so weird uh, this twenty twenty one season in the NHL. Uh, I mean, look, folks, you're gonna hear us talking about it just because it's just weird shenanigans. And the fact is, as some folks may know, uh, the country uh, that league is split in, uh, between two countries and, you know, they had to reshuffle everything. And it is just crazy yeah. the way that they have reshuffled things. You know yeah. what? We'll go into that at another <laughs> date. <at> time. <laughs> but in the meantime, everyone stay safe. Uh, cheer on the Eintracht where you can. Nathan, where, we can, where can we find you in the social media world? You can find me on Twitter at N-A-J-A-K-W-A and, uh, yeah, Discord too. Uh, yes, join the Discord chatter. We'll put a link out uh, as 
as per usual so that people can join the chatter, join the discussion about Eintracht with fans from here, there, and everywhere. And uh, in the meantime, stay safe, be smart, and uh, take care of those who uh, can't take care of themselves. So in the mean- until next time, tschüss. Tschüss. Hey, I'm Frankfurt, cha-la-la-la-la-la-la. Hey, I'm Frankfurt, cha-la-la-la-la-la.